2: Well hello there you gorgeous fellow humans. Welcome to season two of the Hot Mess Clubhouse. We are a podcast that celebrates funny women and season two is going to focus on funny writers. I'm your hates listening to her own voice. Oh why am I doing this host Lucy Vine and I'm very excited about this series which features some of my favorite clever people. My guest today is the totally wonderful journalist and author Jessica Pan. Her book, Sorry I'm Late, I Didn't Want to Come, colon, An Introvert's Year of Living Dangerously, is a brilliantly funny and inspiring memoir about her year trying to be more extrovert. It came out this summer, uh, and if you haven't read it yet, you really must. Um, It was one of my favourite of the year. It's not just the best title ever, it's also just so tender and brave and fascinating and wonderful. Jessica herself is also one of the most excellent people I've I've met during the course of doing these interviews, uh, and I'm pretty intent on making her my best friend. So, on that note, we talk about introversion, dickheads who bring babies on Hindus, and fancying Prince Eric. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Jessica. Hi. Welcome to the Hot Mess Clubhouse. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, And thank you for having me in your actual house as well. Do you feel invaded? Because I have a weird thing about people being in my house.
1: I used to, but then I spent the year doing lots of things I didn't want to do, like social things. And so I've tried to make an effort to have people over more because I feel like it fosters intimacy, and it's nice, and it just feels nice, and I don't want to be all insecure about that anymore.
2: Oh, sure, because obviously your amazing book is about being an introvert. Do you feel like you are still an introvert, then, at
1: this point? Um, <laughs> yes, because I think that actually, no matter, no matter how badly we want to change it, we're born introverts or extroverts, but I did feel like I did lots of things that made me more confident and have less social anxiety this year so I'm more I'm less of a shy introvert now and I'm more of a outgoing introvert.
2: Sure because you do actually do that differential very early on I guess we should actually just say the book is called I'm sorry I'm late I didn't want to come absolutely
1: brilliant title by the way Uh, did you come up with that? So my best friend sent me a t-shirt that had that on it like two or three years ago and I was like that is brilliant but then I thought we couldn't use it because it was sort of already out there but then my publishers chose it and that's that's what it is it's so good but you you do explain how um introverts
2: I think people assume that that just means shy and um and personalityless I guess I think but can you explain actually what an introvert is
1: Yes. So, I think there are yeah, there are a lot of misconceptions about introverts. I've had people be like, "You can't be an introvert because you're sometimes funny," or "You can't <laughs> be an introvert because you have boyfriends," which is not true. You can have all of those things as an introvert. So, the general definition is that introverts get their energy from being alone, and extroverts get their energy from being with lots of people. So, if I walked into a party full of lots of people, that would probably drain me, whereas other people might walk in and it would just give them so much energy. And then studies say that introverts tend to also, you know, like one-on-one conversations more, they are really good at concentrating, they also like solitude, they like deeper conversations. And they tend to be more shy, but not all introverts are shy. Because that's the, and I don't know how to pronounce this. The shintrovert. Do we call it a shintrovert? Sh- oh yeah. Or shy
2: travert shintrovert, shintrovert. shintrovert
1: is. <laughs> shintrovert is the word. Yeah, I've made it up because I kept being tired great. of saying shy it. It's good
2: written down, but I didn't know how to pronounce it out loud.
1: <laughs> well, since we're inventing it, we can say yeah, well, you French to accent.
2: <laughs> oh, shintrovert. <laughs> yes.
1: Perfect. Yes.
2: I've nailed it. <laughs> Um, Because I am an introvert By that definition, absolutely But uh, like you say, nobody ever believes that Because I'm really loud and annoying But, um, and it's definitely And I was going to ask you about sort of funniness A bit more later, but I think people Assume you can't be funny if you're an introvert As well.
1: I think people assume that introverts Are antisocial with no friends Um, I know that my dad Was like, you can't be an introvert just because he's An extrovert and he just doesn't notice that I wasn't Talking when he was talking the entire time and he's like, no, but people like you. And I was like, but I don't like them sometimes. <laughs> like, that's kind of the, the thing. And, yeah, I have... A loud, strong voice as well So it surprises people So that's probably What you're going through as well
2: Yeah, definitely But I just I love a party And I love seeing people But there's always a point In the evening Where I just have to leave (laughs) Because I have been drained By the everyone around me And that's why I I find it weird Like um, inviting people to my house It's tricky, yeah Yeah. One of my best friends Messaged me the other day And was like Oh, in a couple of weeks Can I come and stay for two nights? And I was like Absolutely horrified I love her dearly But the idea of having somebody And she is an absolute extrovert. There would be no... I'd have to actually say to her, please leave. (laughs) And I probably could, because we are good friends, and she does get it, and I do get teased for having
1: that. Yeah. I I would... I don't like it when people stay with me. No, that, (laughs) that, That I feel... I had a friend visit who I also love dearly. Yeah. I love her, but... I even she wasn't even annoying it just felt like I felt like someone was there even when she was in the next room I just couldn't rest
2: no and if I've had a big night out also it doesn't matter how late I get home I have to then stay up for like an hour or so after I've got home just to kind of actually be alone for a little bit of the night that's
1: exactly that's exactly what I'm like I um, think that's why I'm also such a night owl because even when I get home really late I'm like but I need me time I need to chill or read or take a bath or yeah just to process it all okay then I definitely think you're an introvert yeah Thank you. I feel validated. You're in
2: the introvert club. But I really wanted to ask you how, because um, obviously you're married, and his name's not really Sam. You don't have to say his name, but it's not Sam, right? It's not Sam. Your husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you would sort of met and dating, because I really struggle with dating because I find it so draining and exhausting, and I can't really do a one night stand because like I'm so afraid. In the morning, I'll go and stand by the front door and like just wait for them to get the hint. But how do you? How do you get really close? To somebody, mm. is is it a case of finding somebody that that is you can recharge around them without being
1: completely alone? You, I think you've nailed it. Okay. So he is, I would say he's an introvert, but less of one than I am. He can be at a festival. It, a busy pub doesn't bother him or stress him out. He doesn't want to leave immediately. <laughs> um, so we fight about that sometimes because I'm always like, okay, so my excuse to leave tonight is this, and he's just <laughs> like, you shouldn't have an excuse. Like, why are you doing that? But I always want to have one. I just feel safer. Do you have um, a particular excuse always? Ready or is it different it's every time? It's gotta change to keep him real. Yeah, and sure. some but sometimes sometimes listeners, I do have to leave for real reasons. Um <laughs> but <Bullshit>. he <laughs> uh, Lucy, I need you to leave right now.
2: There's an emergency. <laughs> You've had so many family <laughs> emergencies.
1: He's a low maintenance person. I can recharge around him okay. easily. He can be quiet and do his own thing. And if he's in the next room, I don't feel invaded. Because I can just say I want to be alone and he's fine with it. And he gets it. He gets it, yes. To a certain extent. Yeah, he does get it. He gets it even more now that he's read the book.
2: I was going to say, now that you've got this book, you can just sort of bring it along with you to a party and just point at it when you're ready to go. I don't...
1: don't... (laughs) I don't think anyone's going to invite me to things anymore.
2: This is also the trouble. Yeah. Because I wrote a book about um, the hellishness of Hindus and weddings, and I have not been invited to any
1: since. <laughs> I um. not know if that sounds that. like bliss. <laughs> yeah, it does, actually, doesn't it? I think growing up, I thought these things would be really fun, and I didn't quite understand why they weren't fun for me. Even in the moment, I'm like, this is fun. Just lots of loud people all the time. No break. And then I finally realized, I don't like it. <laughs> Supposed to like this, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like, I like this. I like one person.
2: So you don't mind doing the promo and the interviews and stuff for this book? No, because it's been a scary
1: thing. No, I did give a talk recently and I did freak out. Yeah. But I, I just did it anyway, and it went okay. You felt okay? Do you get nervous then? Yeah, Yeah. always, and I always will. I don't think that goes away because that's just how I'm wired. I will stand on stage and I'll feel like. Terrified But Like sick with nerves or, or does it
2: manifest I get really sweaty When I'm nervous I get It's a really sexy thing
1: Dude <laughs> I start sweating Into my eyes <laughs> That sounds very sexy <laughs> I I don't sweat My heart rate goes up I Lose my voice Okay. I get a dry mouth and I feel like I'm gonna die But, cool, that sounds fun It's so fun <laughs> um, And that's why, even though I did stand-up comedy in the book I will yeah. not be pursuing my solo career as a oh, comedian Oh no, I was gonna ask you about that Well, it was f- more fun than I thought it would be sometimes so, Like The first performance sounds like it went really well The first performance was fun Yeah um, And it did go well But then the other two still haunt me <laughs>
2: Do you think, though, um, because I I guess I should stop, and I was worried I was going to do this. I keep making references to bits in your book and not explaining that. So you have to read this book, but... Essentially, let's explain. You went on these stand-up comedy courses and actually performed, and and you did improv as well, right? Did. And it's so terrifying to me that you did this. I talked to
1: strangers. You did. Well, you did lots of it.
2: Okay, yeah. Let's list some of the things you did. (laughs) No, because the reason I
1: want to list them is I want to list them and ask you which one is the worst for you. So I talked to strangers on the tube or tube, as you guys say. Yes, tube. Um, Thank you very much. uh, I performed at a storytelling event at Union Chapel for 900 people. So it's performance, but you're serious. Yeah. I did stand up comedy three times, including at the Edinburgh Fringe. I did improv classes. I traveled solo with the effort, the aim to make friends on the road and not use social media or the internet. And then I threw a dinner party with all these new people. What is your nightmare out of all those? Or is it all of them <sighs> like me?
2: No, some of them I actually like uh, traveling alone. Totally doesn't scare. The only thing I think though, and I did I did go on a holiday once on my own and the only problem with that I loved it but the only problem was that I did just sort of hide in my hotel room (laughs) there was really no reason for me to have left my house at all but um so that doesn't scare me um but
1: what if you had to make friends (sighs) on the road like say you had to make three friends on that trip could you have talked to people because some people are really great at it
2: yes I think I'm okay and definitely this is something I've worked on and it's also I think something that um I've had to do more because I do sort of some events and stuff like that and there was also a bit of a turning point and I don't mean to make this into about me but uh, this is such a cheesy cheesy reference but a few years ago because i i used to get so nervous about doing stuff and would just be on complete autopilot the whole time just surviving it and i c- couldn't even remember a lot of the things after i'd come out of a thing or off a stage for example and then i watched an episode of x factor a few years ago uh-huh. and it was the auditions <laughs> obviously they all come on and they're like oh i'm so nervous oh, i this is terrifying and stuff and there was this one girl i can't remember who even who it was but she sort of Literally bounced on the stage and was like, "This is so scary, but so exciting," and and was just beaming the whole way through it. And I like, and I was a bit like, "Why don't it's okay to be scared?" But I, I think I was just putting so much emphasis on being nervous and scared that I wasn't enjoying any of the stuff. And I was like, if, "There's absolutely no point in me doing all these cool things if I'm not enjoying it." And so whenever I start feeling nervous. Before an event or something, I genuinely am like, this is gonna just be fun. This is gonna be so much fun, and I'm so excited. And, I'm, and it
1: works. I've tricked my brain into. I, you know what? There's like a scientific study that proves that that works. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Am I you,
2: like science. Yes. <laughs>
1: you are a scientist because there's a study that says, I'm gonna butcher it, but I think this it's amazing. something like you, when you're telling yourself, I'm really nervous and anxious about this thing, you just tell yourself, I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited. And they say that that helps. So actually, you. Are a scientist. Oh, so the thing that would scare me in that
2: maybe the being serious thing, the storytelling. But then you got to rehearse it, and oh, I don't know though, just having to do something that wasn't silly. I I, I kind of hide behind silly quite a lot.
1: Okay, Could what you was talk- the scariest thing for you in all those? It was everything I was doing at that moment. Yeah, I think talking to strangers. For some reason, I really developed this phobia of it, and I think it's because I live in London mm. and people don't talk to each other, and it yeah. felt like. It was really unfriendly. And then I realized when I, when I knew that psychologist who's like, look, nobody waves. but Everybody waves back just because they're not talking doesn't mean that they would wouldn't be open to talking. Yeah,
2: um, that is an amazing thing. We were talking about about this before I turned
1: the mic on. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> no, nobody waves, but everybody waves back. So it's like, you're that. yeah, if you're sitting in a room and nobody's talking and you just think <sighs> like, well, I just have to be the first one to do it. And then everybody will join in and you have to break the ice. You have to usually be the person to do the thing and then yeah. it's socially acceptable all of a sudden it's
2: always such a relief when um there's a, a dry party and then somebody else starts dancing or something and You're like yes okay now we can all just be silly and dance or something like that but i was going to say as well the trouble with opening yourself up to these kind of situations is um and you know going to things and doing things is that you do meet way more dickheads than you would have done in the comfort of your own home and there are some amazing dickheads in your book and I want to talk about them. The, the main dickhead. <laughs> and I want real names and real. <laughs> the main dickhead, and I need you to tell me that this wasn't true, was um, the woman who said she was going to take her newborn on an Ibiza Hindu. That was true.
1: You, you cannot be serious. It's all true. It's all true. Apparently, that's a thing now. What, taking babies on a Hindu? Well, I think it's the kind of Hindu where you rent like a really nice villa and then the, the, you just sit with your baby while everyone no. else goes and gets hammered. I don't know, I've ever been on a Hindu, right? Like, <laughs> Have you really never been on a Hindu? No! Because <laughs> <laughs> you see, you saying no, or Hindu likes you. Do to you? <laughs> <laughs> Both. I'm still waiting. <laughs> still so waiting, Lucy. I'm putting down the universe that I don't want to go. Um, I've, like, celebrated. Actually, I have one, but it was my best friend, and she wasn't in either. That was a true story. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I just think people are monsters. See, I felt like I was a monster when she was like, well, I know, like, I am going to take my baby, and I was like,
2: I know, because oh, you say in the thing, like, oh, and it haunted you for the next week. But I, yeah. I couldn't believe what monster she was. I think you're fine.
1: <laughs> I think her point was like, well, I should be able to do all things that I have always done with my baby, and I do agree that that true but i just thought that no. i i personally wouldn't want to take a baby on a henju just because i don't think it'd be fun for me and the baby i'm just picturing her um taking instagram shots with her baby
2: holding a willy straw and it just not being that cool <laughs> just being really dumb. i will
1: let you know if that happens because it would be this yeah. summer <laughs> <There>
2: she goes <laughs> oh and the other person i hated of course was um janet who was on your magic mushrooms experience with you
1: Janet. Janet. Fucking Janet. Nemesis. Yeah, she was a lot. She was a nightmare. She was the worst person that ever ever lived. (laughs) To be, I don't know, to be in a car with someone who just talks nonstop but not even about interesting things and doesn't listen to you. And it made me really mad, yeah.
0: Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot Code SUPER24.
2: So I am going to interrupt this lovely chat with the Clubhouse Initiation which is just a series of random quickfire questions that are designed to get to know you better and i know you don't mind if they're personal because (laughs) (laughs) you said in your book (laughs) you love a personal question (laughs) no i'm just kidding they're fine have you ever broken any bones
1: no never are you bruce willis from unbreakable no i'm in a soft warm cocoon at all times oh yeah that's true you don't go out (laughs) I do, I've been hiking, um, I've been in the ocean a few times, I just have not broken any bones. No, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't the kid who was like jumping off the trampoline onto the roof or vice versa, I wasn't, that wasn't me. I was the kid being like, guys, you're gonna break your bones, you're gonna get a concussion. Okay, but you haven't
2: ruled out being invincible. No. Just saying, just putting that out there. Um, how often do you
1: cry? I cried a lot during this year for the book. Oh, I bet. Sometimes out of laughter, improv, sometimes out of fear and tiredness. When was this year? It ended last, it ended in December, so it ended a few months ago. So
2: were you writing the book as you were doing it then?
1: Yes. Oh my god, that's intense. I know, yeah. Um, not long ago. I cry, I cry, I find that as I get older I cry a lot more at like movies and TV. Yeah. Or like just a touching commercial, um, a a soft puppy with the right gaze could make me cry. Yeah. Yeah. Anything with dogs in it doesn't even matter if the, nothing's happening to the dogs. If Doesn't There's a matter. dog in the corner of the screen. They start crying. Right. Twitter threads that, that are like dark? very moving about like a story. Yeah. Oh, right. I love that. But then I'm over it. Like I cry for like 30 seconds and then I just move on.
2: That's probably the best way. Is that weird. Just a little. I went for quite a long period without crying because yes. I used to think I was, you know, hard. And I genuinely, every now and again, would cry in my sleep, which I think was a worrying thing because I would Ooh. go genuinely sort of a year without crying in real life. I think occasionally I just needed to cry and I would do it, my subconscious would make me cry. Oh, We'd yeah. That's <laughs> dark.
1: That is dark. I enjoy crying. I Unless it's like I do obviously, obviously a horrible thing. I don't enjoy that. I feel like when I feel really stressed and anxious and on the edge and then I cry, I'm much more stable. I definitely think it's good for you. So that's why I bosses I've been crying so much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, also, this has been an intense time for you. Yes. Um, are you a flirt? <laughs> Uh, your husband's not gonna listen to this is he come on let's face it <laughs>
1: i think i am a flirt yeah with the right person yeah i am definitely he he won't love that um <laughs> but i'm much more cautious now that i'm married because i feel like before i wasn't as cautious like i wouldn't like touch people but i'd be more flirty but then you get you get like asked out or you lead someone on and then that's not fun anymore because you have to be like i'm married and then they're like what the fuck is wrong with you why were you flirting so it's very much held back but you know what? I'm just a playful person. Yeah. Which maybe doesn't come across in my stern introvert, now, like, persona.
2: But, but it's not stern, by the way. Okay, It's good. so funny. The book is so funny. I just want to say that. I don't think I've ever thrown back my head and laughed so much at certain things. Oh, my God. My favorite bit is when you're um, quoting that guy from Come Time With Me. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that show. Do you follow rules? Yes.
1: Yeah, I do. Is it because you're afraid of getting caught or because you believe in a rule? I'm afraid of getting caught. Okay, yeah. yeah I've had that's the fear so of God to me as a child. Yeah. And, um, although I just... But I also, like, slide into... Like, I'm all... I, get, I always make my flight to the airport, but I'm, like, the last person on. Like... Oh, really? Like, I'm the last person walking into the office because I'm running late or, like... So I follow the rules, but, like, that's, like, the bare minimum, right? I don't ever go above it. Are you a late person? Be on brand for your title. I am a late person. But not too late. I'm a 15 minutes late person. Oh, that makes me very
2: socially anxious to be late. I was early to your house. I'm so sorry um, <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I'm anxious about it, but I just am bad at oh, staging so. time. Oh, okay. Or I'm like, should I should do this? Okay. <laughs> do you ever think about death? Not that often, and I think that makes me weird. I don't no, think about don't it, it that much. Weird. But some people do really obsess over Jenna. Yeah, and I don't. Maybe I should to add more meaning to my life. Sometimes if I watch moving a moving movie or I hear a story about someone who dies unexpectedly, then I'll, like, feel really scared about, like, losing my friends and family, but I'm not scared about myself dying.
2: No, I'm not scared either.
1: That's interesting. Who is the hottest Disney character? Well, that is very easy. The correct answer to your question (laughs) is Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid
2: absolutely right but you also yes, yes. of course you put this in your book but you also said it's a humiliating embarrassing crush and I'm so livid with you about that it's not embarrassing at all i should be so proud you would be lucky to have a prince Eric okay
1: you are so right <laughs> okay, I'm going to carry on <laughs>
2: I'm just going to move on really quickly do you want to be rich yes yes
1: 100% yes but buy the because. fucking book <laughs> buy the book buy just buy a million copies and I don't have to talk about it anymore guys um but not the thing is I don't even like I'm just justifying all my shit I am sorry. I don't care about like a jet I would never buy a jet I don't really care about clothes or cars if you're like you can't have a jet clothes or cars but you can live in a really nice house and have really nice food all the time and you go on nice vacations yeah yes
2: I don't need jewelry either I'd quite like a boat I don't need a jet, but I love being on a boat. So you could just doesn't yeah. need to be a Simon Cow huge one, but like a good speedboat. Okay,
1: well then let's both get rich I'll just use your boat. I'll be on okay, your boat with you. Yeah. Okay,
2: we can go uh, hawseys if you like and find Prince Eric. Oh, we'd have to shipwreck somewhere and save him. Fine. I'm fine with that.
1: Okay, good. How good is your memory? Excellent, but I have a terrible sense of direction. So I remember people' faces too many details about them that freaks them out (laughs) i if you put me in like a place i lived a year ago i'd be like where are we (laughs) (laughs)
2: that's interesting it's 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 like a brain how the brain works isn't it yes and finally have you ever been in a fight
1: Mm, not really come on then let's go (laughs) i'm ready um i i I don't know if this is the first week but i have questions for you what i prepared you questions for my introvert clubhouse are you ready
2: (laughs) are you serious
1: so, I've been listening to a few of your episodes. Uh-oh. Do you or do you not have a thing for Tom Cruise? <laughs> Actually, really, no. I
2: know. I brought him up a lot. Do you know who else I keep bringing up? Sean Walsh. I don't which know Which is that a bit is. weird. Oh, okay. Well, he was in Strictly come dancing last year. Uh, and he was in the biggest scandal ever. Oh, um, I know. Okay, I know what you're talking about So, now. he was seen, like, snogging some his dance part. You're evading partner. the Tom Cruise question. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you know I'm not obsessed with Tom Cruise. I'm obsessed with Scientology.
1: Okay, that makes more sense. You're yeah. right, that's the link. Okay, fine. I am obsessed with Cruise. Tom Cruise really. is my first crush growing up, so oh, I was do excited. You like him? No, I I don't like him now, but as a six-year-old watching like cocktail or whatever, I was like, that is a beautiful man. I like his cock. <laughs> Would you rather be a brunette forever? Right. Like dark forever. Right. So like you can't be blonde anymore. Sorry. <laughs> you okay. Or Lose two inches of your height forever.
2: I'm so short. <laughs> That's why it's a perfect question. <laughs> do you think I'm very attached to being blonde? Is that the impression you get of me? Because <laughs> genuinely, what? brunette is so much better. I think I think blonde and blue eyes are creepy. This is my you only see, problem with Prince Eric is, blue eyes. Um, you, if you were brunette, would be right type. Now. This okay. is my type. Let's <laughs> get do fun. this. Let's do this. <laughs> We'll to
1: break in us. <laughs> he's not on Facebook he's never been on he won't even know what it is oh. so what's the answer Brunette forever. Definitely brunette forever. And I would
2: love it if I didn't look terrible, but I don't look unterrible, so I'm okay with being a brunette.
1: Okay. Because you're an amazing blonde. Thank you very much. I think I've got just amazing hair anyway. You've got amazing hair. But you you do have amazing hair. In fact, I'm going to take a photo of you to show my friend who's trying to go blonde. I'll be like, look like this girl. You can
2: take a photo, but um, first I'm going to give you your clubhouse initiation. Oh my God. And the fact that you've listened to them means that you actually knew this was coming. You're the first person who knew it was coming.
1: Well, I didn't know if I'd be so lucky. I didn't know what was in it. Yours is pretty special, actually. Oh, my
2: God. But I know you don't really drink, so there's a little bottle of Prosecco. But I can oh, drink this. Okay, This good. is small
1: enough for me. Oh, good. Chocolate. Oh, wait. This is exciting. This is, is a it? tiara. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I need you to wear it <laughs> for the rest of this conversation. I, I, I love all of these things. Oh, my
2: God. Are you a chocolate sweets person? Yes. Oh, good. Okay, that's fine. I'm just a food person. I oh, like okay. food. I mean, general. I don't know if you could really class chocolate and skittles as food, really. Yeah, you can. You took drugs in the book. That was great. You're like a Tory MP, a sexy Tory MP. I, am. Mm-hmm. I want you to lead this country. Mm-hmm. Um Do you want to come to Peru with me this year and we'll do the ayahuasca? Because one of them had done that, hadn't they? I really want to do it. Oh
1: God. No, that sounds awful. Do want to do? That. I want to know about it. But do you want to go on holiday with me? I think I do. I do want to do it and marry you and, okay, and put our blonde and brunette hair together and just mush it together. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: Because um, <laughs> it's a lot of vomiting. Yeah, I know, but, you know, you see God and stuff, right? Do you believe it? No. I think it'll be fun, though. And I've written about it in my new book, and I really want to do it. I meant to do it before I read the book, but I ran out of time. You didn't? I, didn't, I haven't been to that part yet. Okay, that's okay. fine. Okay. Don't pretend you've read my book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have it on my computer. I'm you <laughs> joking. I'm, <laughs> I'm joking.
2: I'm joking. I know about but the what, was it thing? weird um, writing about, you know, something illegal? Like, are you were slightly worried the police will come for you? No,
1: because it was in Portugal oh, so slash it, Bulgaria, so oh, it was it decriminalized, in right? a... In, a, in a legal country, so I don't know what you're talking about. The, um...
2: <laughs> does it? Because I matter if you break, break if you break the law abroad. What does it? Would you still? Would it still be breaking the law here? I don't know what the law is. I wouldn't murder abroad, but
1: I might <sighs> take drugs in the Netherlands. Okay, but you know, if somebody gives you a book deal to murder someone, surely you will. Well, yes, because you're contractually obliged. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you
2: think that you are funnier now? all of this stuff like because you went through so much and you did so much and also you literally had some training in how to be funny do you think that you've come out of this year as a funnier person no okay you were always funny were you funny as a kid (laughs) no
1: so I say in the book that my brother is the funny one in the family yeah and like no one was even considered funny compared to him but everyone in my family is funny because it's just the way we are if you're boring and not interesting then they don't want anything to do with you. They throw think. you out on the street. Basically. Um, and then... Yeah. Because you were born in
2: Texas. I was. Which is a surprising thing to me because I I thought everyone from Texas
1: wore cowboy hats and, and were men. Are you, are you sad that I'm not an earnest American man <laughs> yes, wearing cowboy hat, are your broad shoulders. Most of them are. That's true. 50% of them are. Okay. <laughs> um, no, so we... I think, actually, I had two older brothers. Yeah. And the only defense I had was my wit. So I had to be I had to be mean and sarcastic because I could not beat them up. They could beat me up, they could pick me up and throw me. Couldn't do anything. So I feel like they really shaped my personality in being horrendously sarcastic sometimes. Do you, do you ever want a sister? Older but not younger because I like being the baby. I like being the baby. How many siblings do you have? I'm the youngest of five. Okay, I really wanted to ask this question. And how, what are they? <laughs> are they all boys, all girls? Two boys, two
2: girls. Okay, that's why you're funny. You're the third. No, I'm the fifth. Well, technically, I've got a twin sister. I know. know. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) Don't you think, though, being the youngest, it just makes you... Yes, it's the best. (laughs) Yeah. Sucks to be everyone else. And, um... You just watch your older siblings and you, you learn things faster and then you can also make fun of them, which yeah. I feel like if you're an only child or you're the oldest, you don't know how to do that. Yeah. And it makes us just So Also,
2: older kids, I, think, I feel like they have to spend their whole lives hearing, oh, you're supposed to be the oldest. You're supposed to be the example. And I have got no expectations placed on me.
1: I love it. I never, in my next life, if, yeah. if anyone's listening, I don't want to be the oldest. Do you miss your, do your brothers live over there still? They do. Yeah. Do you miss them? We keep in touch a little bit uh, You're not that close. We are close, but we don't talk to each other that much. If that makes sense. Is it all quite? Um, what is it? Surface self? No, it's almost. Oh, my family is too deep, and it's really annoying. It's always oh, like, so how much money? Heavy. How much money did you make? How do you feel about that? Are really you sad about that? And it's like, yeah, I don't want to be deep with them because it's awkward. That's why you left the country, and to find uh, a husband. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's too honest. <laughs> American men are too earnest. They don't like me. They think I'm mean. Whereas when when I came to England or I met British men. your soulmates.
2: Yes. A nation of soulmates. Yes. (laughs) I could be mean
1: to them and they'd be like, that's funny. I will be mean back. And um, it is... It's i like this country do you think you'll stay here forever a while i mean i thought we were gonna be new best friends yeah that so. was so it's gonna be hard if i'm not here. i mean
2: i'm willing to move with you though so okay good if you go over there i'll just move too okay right that's fine i can bring my dogs right obviously great yeah. great um and it, what do all your family and friends think of this amazing book and your super success
1: I haven't heard from a lot of them, which worries me because it just came out. Um, My parents. (laughs) Did did anybody say please don't write about me? Because it's weird with a memoir, right? No, they didn't. No. Because I didn't tell them. (laughs) Okay. You didn't ask anyone's permission? No. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. I changed everyone's identity except for like my family Um, and like identifying characteristics. I. They. I don't think they knew how neurotic I was or how shy I am because, like you one-on-one if you saw me you wouldn't think this person is shy but if you put me in a group of more than five I'd probably be really quiet and I'd just be watching all of them so they didn't realize that at school I was shy and that they just I don't know you don't really know how your family acts out in the real world because you can't see them and you don't watch your family from <laughs> no do you do you so you've got like yeah. cameras on your mom yeah, like where she's like in the times yes <laughs> I have an alert in case you moved Okay, yeah. Then, uh, well, then, then be different for you. But, um, okay, sure. but you don't miss them. You don't want to move back. To no, them. I miss my family. Sorry. No, I do. I so do you do. hate
2: your family? That's what I miss my parents a
1: lot. I miss my family. My brother is actually married. My American brother is married to an English girl. You've all come over here to, to steal our English flavor. She, they're in America. But he oh. is not an earnest American man. He right. is not. So there are exceptions to my generalising. <laughs> I know, I agree. I know he's like the one that I know. Okay. So it's just that's the only one. Really and um, Oh,
2: well, I can break them up then.
1: <laughs> yeah. Her name is also Jessica. It's a bit <laughs> weird. you right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I couldn't date a Phil. That's my brother. one of my brother's names. Imagine. But imagine it. So wait, so you're in wait, bed and question. he has to say his sister's name. Ew! Ew.
1: So Ew. Oh, Jessica. No, I hate you. Ride right. I me mean, harder, Jessica. <laughs> Do you think they have to All have right. a different name? I First think friend status has been rescinded. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. Wait, On wait, wait, wait. No, no. Final question. <laughs> final question. If you met... A Prince Eric lookalike yeah. who was very funny and not too earnest, but not mean and very loving and had a good job and stability and not a lot of baggage and he loved dogs and he loved you, but his name was Phil. Would okay. you? I'd have to go. I, I'd probably still date him, but I, So you would to. yell, do me harder, Phil. No.
2: <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would have to go by a middle name or his surname or something. I quite often call boys by their surname anyway. Okay. So it's what... Uh and before we go, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Is it a website or where how do people follow
1: you or stuff like that? Ooh, yes, on Instagram I'm Jessie PanPan with a Y and it's called Sorry I'm Late, I Didn't Wanna Come. An Introvert's Year of Living Dangerous.
2: And it's really, really brilliant and everyone should buy it. Thank you everyone out there for joining me. Please rate and subscribe if you have a minute.